Welcome to the podcast for people turning the great American RV adventure into stressless camping. We're glad you joined our weekly adventure. Now let's gather around the campfire with our hosts, Peggy and Tony Barthel. Welcome to the campfire. Wait, Wait there's not a campfire Wait, we're not here. here. Well, there was the first day we made it out of a fan. Yeah, we are. Where is here? We are on the midway. At Quartzsite, Arizona, at the Sports Vacation and RV Show. That's right. Here in the desert. Here in uh, Quartzsite, Arizona. We're having a great time. And we are talking to people and letting people know about us. And interviewing people and yeah we've we've got some shopping yeah <laughs> shopping we at the quartzsite rv show if you have not heard the quartzsite sports vacation and rv show is probably the biggest gathering of rvers in north america most likely and uh, it is just thousands of people thousands camped in the desert predominantly boondocking yep and uh, they're just there's gatherings of all kinds of small and large groups. We are in Escapee's Boomers group. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> and uh, so that's just one group. They have had cocktail receptions, slide presentations, lessons, information, all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. So that's just one group of probably hundreds of probably hundreds little of groups. groups. From what I can tell, in five miles in every direction from this little town of Quartzsite is covered in RVs. Yeah. If you had a, like a helicopter and you looked down, or one of those flying plane things that Laurie oh, rode around yeah. in, all you'd see is white roofs for miles. Yeah. Yeah. So. Literally for five miles. At least five miles in the direction we went. Yeah, and so there is stuff for your RVs, there's stuff for your kitchen, there is an unlimited, endless supply of all kinds of RV-related services and products and knowledge here at Quartzsite, and it happens every January. That's right. Here in the middle of the desert. Right here in, in the little town of Quartzsite that's almost nothing most of the year. But in the wintertime, when people are trying to escape the winter of the colder, you know, snowy places, this is where they come. And we've talked to many people who have been here since November and are not leaving until March. Yeah, people internationally from Canada and such, but also a lot of uh, fellow Americans yeah. who are just enjoying this. And by the way, so what's the weather like? It's in. It's been in the 60s in the day and in the upper 40s to low 50s at night. Yeah, it's been sunny and beautiful and a little breezy off and on, but not, not horribly bad. Nope. And uh, so we also got to camp with uh, Janine Pettit, the girl camper. That was a thrill. I'm yeah, so excited that. About was that. so cool. And so you're going to hear our interview with her next week on the podcast. So that was fun. We were all out there boondocking together. And also the ladies from Rolling on TV were yeah. with us. And so, and as well as uh, Lance camper dealer right so it was an interesting mix of people sort of a s tiny subgroup of our bigger group boy there's all kinds of groups here <laughs> so this thing of the group group 
yeah so this episode is kind of a special episode we have had the privilege of interviewing a number of people both just passers-by and also players <laughs> from the quartzite event and uh, hopefully you will enjoy listening to these people and and let them tell the story of the Quartzite Sports Vacation and RV show since 1984. See if you can tell the difference between the passersby and the vendors. I bet you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. The so. ones that are used to talking to people all day long and the ones that uh, we had to kind of coerce to get up to the microphone. Yeah, absolutely. Twisting arms out there. All right. Without any further ado, here are some cool folks from the show. Hi, I'm Denise. I'm Odie. And we're um, two old ladies, a poodle and a cat. And that's our blog site. Uh, we are here in Quartzsite for the first time after, what, 12 years? 12 years. And, here. Yes. And um, everything's the same, yet everything's different. <laughs> <laughs> we're out in the boon, uh, boondocking and having a great time. Heading for the ice cream. <laughs> Some of the cool things that you're going to find at the show are new and exciting and innovative things. And Lippert, who is a huge manufacturer of RV components, is here today. And we have the pleasure of speaking with Wes, who has got a really cool product that he's showing off. Yeah. Yes, thank you, uh, Tony and Peg, for having me. Uh, I'm here to talk about the One Control System with Lippert Components. Uh, it's an app-based system that can control uh, lighting, slide-outs, awnings, uh, do your tank monitoring, HVAC systems, generator, just about anything you could do from your switch panel. You can now do from the, the app on your cell phone as long as your RV is equipped. Also, one really big thing that we're here to do today is uh, we've actually worked with Ford Engineering to get our one control system integrated into their Sync 3 system for the 2020 models going forward. Wow. Okay, so for those of you who are not as nerdy as I am, what he's saying is <laughs> if you have a Ford pickup with the Sync 3, you may be able, you can set it up to actually control things like your awning, your lights, your air conditioner in your in your towed trailer so we have a ford f450 here at the show that is attached to a momentum fifth wheel and you can sit in the truck and actually like turn on lights and air conditioning and and it's it's super cool so now i can ride in the trailer and radio you and tell you to turn on the air conditioner for me no no there, there are laws <laughs> oh, against no. that darn yeah. it i believe i heard there are a few states left that will allow you to do something like that but uh yeah like you mentioned from the dashboard we can control uh many things uh for safety reasons it won't allow you to move anything so slides awning jacks but uh you can check on your tank levels uh say you pull up at your campsite at the end of the night and you forgot to leave a light on and it's pitch black you don't want to trip on a rattlesnake uh, no <laughs> you could uh within about two button pushes uh get onto your dash and turn all your lights on that's that so awesome yeah so total integration with your truck and your towed trailer and that that's really quite impressive and I, I, I got to play with it a little bit yesterday. It's it's neat. It's super neat, guys. So uh, some you'll definitely want to check out. And is there, well, of course, you'll be able to find it through our website. We'll put a link to Lippert Components and where you can find it there. Yes, our website, lci1.com, has uh, great information about the One Control System and really all of our products. 
Sounds good. Boy, we sure appreciate your being here. And I'm going to go push some buttons. <laughs> Thanks, Great. Wes. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Wes. Hi, this is Yvonne Johnson. I'm the magazine editor for the group called RVing Women. It's a national organization with 2,500 members, and we have chapters across the United States. We've just finished our annual courtside rally. There were 100 women there and 79 rigs, and we had a great turnout. We've been coming to Quartzsite since 1992, every year in January, around the time of the Big Tent Show, and we come to the same place. It's a real RVing women tradition. And something special about Quartzsite and RVing women is that out at Celia's Garden, we have an RVW memorial with over 100 names on rocks of women who have passed, and we honor them out here at Quartzsite in a special ceremony on the last Sunday of our rally and put new plaques up for those women who have passed this year. So we love coming to Quartzsite and RVing Women. RVingWomen.org is our website. It's great if you're a woman who likes to RV. We are here in the Midway with veteran fire chief Todd Mullane from the United States Air Force who is with Protang and it's a fire suppression tool that I saw that just knocked my socks off. It's called Theat. Todd, welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about the fire protection system that you are sharing here with the people at Quartzsite. Absolutely. What we're doing is we're bringing fire and life safety into a new realm. Basically, we've developed fire suppression tubes. And those tubes are designed to fight fire at its beginning stages. Yeah, and it's a completely... I already mentioned this in last week's podcast because i was so excited about it after i saw it at indio it's a completely passive system so you can be asleep and all of a sudden your fridge goes off on fire and it just boom it sounds like a gunshot and the fire's done right they're flexible fire suppression tubes and we're the only ones in the country that actually developed this and we utilize what's called FM200. It was designed as the Halon replacement back in 1989 by DuPont, and we've developed a system where we are able to apply it to very remote locations of the RVs, of aircraft, race cars, motor vehicles, agriculture, and the list goes on. We are not, we've been FAA approved. We utilize the system as a life safety device for people in a, as you said, passive sense unlike some other systems that require your presence, such as a fire extinguisher, my stuff works on its own without you being there. Yeah, which is which is just neat. And I've seen it used in engine compartments of vehicles, yep. school buses. Absolutely. We just recently started installing them in school buses in Iowa, and that was shortly after an unfortunate circumstance. And that has since proven itself. We are in the commercial environment and also in public transportation in Europe as well, where it was first developed about 10 years ago. Yeah, it's it's just an incredible, and as I said, requires no electricity, no hookup. It's professionally installed by you folks. Correct. But other than that, it is completely passive and just sits there. And another plus does not damage the vehicle. So if you do have an engine fire or a fridge fire, whatever, it puts it out without destroying everything in its path. Right. It is a what we call a clean agent system. It is stored as a liquid and it's stored at very low pressures, about 50 PSI low, natural, and stored as a liquid. Should the temperature start to increase within the 300 degree range and beyond, or direct flame impingement, or when we get fired directly upon the tube, that tube will superheat and release. The liquid then becomes an immediate gas, and we rapidly engulf the compartment, which initially puts the fire out. 
In all cases, though, what we're doing is buying time by having a suppression system into areas that you cannot access by a fire extinguisher, especially if you're not there. Or asleep, which is, you know, that... That is the biggest one. That's where we lose most of our most of our RV folks or retirees is during the sleeping hours when nothing was protected and they weren't made aware that something went wrong. Yeah, so a, a huge lifesaver. And like I say, I, it's not often that I see something that I consider a game changer in this industry, and I think you guys have developed one. I, I really appreciate that. I think we have two. That's why that's why the product has become so popular. Um, it is still new to folks, but like I said, we've been around in over 10 years and two years in the in- RV industry right now, and uh, we are in thousands of RVs across the country at this point, thousands. Oh, that, that's good to know people are protected. Well, we're going to have Todd back for a full interview and talk about the fire safety in general and his system more, but uh, wanted to say hi to him here at Quartzsite and thank you for your time. Thank you very much. I really appreciate coming by. Thank you. Absolutely. Hi, my name's Joyce and I'm from Scotland and I'm here at Quartzsite at the RV show. First time I've ever been at an RV show, but I'm really enjoying it. They've got amazing amount of items, everything and anything you'd ever need. I would highly recommend it and Weather's beautiful, the people are friendly, and come on down or come next year. Here we are back at the Midway. We are with Dennis from RV Superbag, and this year there's been a bunch of new stuff that we've seen, but last year we crossed paths with Dennis, and we bought an RV Superbag, and it's been fantastic. So uh, we have Dennis here, and he's going to tell us a little bit about his wonderful product. One of the things that we always ask people when we see them at the RV show is, hey, do you love making your bed? No. <laughs> and uh, it's always an interesting response because either they'll be sarcastic or you can see just by the look on their face, oh, that's the thing I hate the most about my RV. And some it's almost impossible to make the bed. It's in a corner or all these weird places. Right, so we're gonna, let's talk about just a couple of the common ones that we see. One of them is the RV Queen. Now, the RV Queen, what that really is, and usually people get exposed to it after they buy their rig because the when they're looking at rigs, the salesman goes, oh, sleeps two over there. That's an RV Queen. It's a queen-size bed, yeah. <laughs> let me show you the freezer. It holds a quart of ice cream. <laughs> Right. Oh, queen size bed sleeps too wonderfully. Let me show you that heated floor. It's really nice. <laughs> so then, when they get the rig, then they get into the bed and they realize, oh my goodness, why is my husband's feet hanging off the end of the bed? I thought they said it was a queen size bed. We have a queen size bed at home. The secret is, is that a RV queen size bed. Is you know that full size bed that if you're over six feet or over five, like seven, you don't want to get that bed, and how you never really find them in hotels because that's the king size bed from 1920. <laughs> now people are taller, so if anybody who's like five nine or taller, their feet, if their head's not at the top of the bed, their feet are going to be hanging over the end of the bed. And what that means is that when you, even if you get a set of sheets that fit on there, that bed's going to come completely unmade because it's shorter than a RV queen is a full size bed length. 
but a queen size bed width. So when you look at it, you won't really realize, oh, it's six inches shorter than a regular right. queen size bed. <laughs> right. So as soon as they get into it, the feet, the bed comes completely untucked. And then you have the comforter and the top sheet free flowing. And that means that whomever is the one gets cold is the one's going to have to wake up at night and pull their comforter back. Yep. And so forth. And that bed that was hard to make in the first place is triply hard yeah, to make now. Because you're having to redo it again. The RV Superbag sleep system will just set on top the bed, has a summer weight comforter below. For most people during uh, nice weather, or most campers are fair weather campers anyway so you're going to use your summer side your winter side's just going to act like a mattress pad and it's going to set on top the bed now most people are going to automatically think oh it's going to slide off and everything but what they're thinking about is that time they were at aunt martha's house and they had <laughs> that nylon sleeping bag on her couch and they woke up on the floor <laughs> we're, we don't ours is not made out of nylon so it's not all slippery so you set it on top of the bed if somebody who's tall like myself i'm six four my feet will be hanging over the end of that bed but the super bag will have bedding going over the end of the bed one of the things about the super bag is is it's designed for people the beds in the <laughs> rvs are designed to fit in the rv so if the bed's a little bit small or it's hard to find a sheet for you do the super bag and it's gonna allow you to throw the bed throw the super bag on top of the bed climb in there you're going to have a built-in mattress pad that will also double as a winter side and the sheets are going to velcro into it so the sheets are going to stay with the comforter so ladies you're never going to have that sweaty guy all over your nice comforter <laughs> because the the sheets are going to be stuck to the comforter and the sheets are also extra long so they come up over the top of the comforter and back down do, yep. so you're your your comforters completely um, protected, like people talk about a duvet. And then when you're when you get up in the morning, your sheet will not have separated for your comforter, so you're just going to step out and throw it back. The bed's going to look made. Now we do do the super bag in two different varieties. One that looks like a sleeping bag because the zipper will be visible. And another one where we make it up to look like a bedspread and there's an additional fabric that covers the zipper and we can make it whatever length you need to cover your mattress. So if you have the type of bed that's that's set up and you never are not you're not converting it, then you can just throw this on top and it'll look like a bedspread from the word go. The bed will look made. Then you flip it back and dive in and you're ready to go. Get up in the morning, throw it down. So really all you do is install your sheets in your bag and you're done. Until, the, until you get home, pull the sheets out and wash them. And we've had ours for a year now since Quartzite yep, of since last Quartzite. year. And it is as good as the day that we bought it from you. The quality is there. There's a lot of thinking that went into little details on it. And so we, we have been just enthusiastic fans of it since we bought it last year. It's worth every penny. And, yep. and we appreciate uh, your coming by and, and telling a little bit of this story. And uh, it's a good American-made product, so you can feel good that my ladies are going to get a day's work when you place your order 
and they're great ladies. They got kids in high school who actually study and do a good job. And it just kind of chokes me up every time I talk about them because they show up to work, they do a good job, and they look very closely. One of the things that you, this, this bag is made completely in the U.S. by U.S. citizens. And effectively, when you call me, you're getting a RV, a recreational vehicle bedding expert or a bedding engineer to help you select a system that's going to work for you. And we can set it up a bunch of different ways so it's going to make your bedding easy. Now, I don't expect that we're ever going to get people to answer the question, hey, I love making my RV bed, (laughs) but we can get you a lot closer to a hassle-free system. And if you have like a a B-class motorhome and you have to do a conversion bed every day, the the super bag is a great thing for that because you have your fold down couches have to go to bed and now you'd be wrestling sheets and stuff those folks are just going to pull out their super bag throw it down in this conversion bed that they have dive in and go to sleep it's all ready they don't have to mess with tucking sheets and straightening out blankets and stuff. So. And, and I will tell you too that I have not folded myself into the Murphy bed one single time since we got our super bag. <laughs> yeah, but she did before. So so we could say that the RV super bag is the definition of stressless camping. That's right. My name is Joe Nathan and I moved to Quartzsite, Arizona because I love it here. Love the people. Love everything about this place. Never going to leave. Well, maybe someday I'll leave, but I do love it here. Thank you, guys. We are here at the Quartzsite RV Show with the guy who is responsible for this entire thing, Kenny King. Kenny, welcome to the microphone. Thank you for the invitation. Not busy at all, as you know. <laughs> yeah, he has been nonstop running around, and he's been doing this since 1983, I believe, right? 84 was our first show. 84? This is, this is number 37 of many, many more now that I have my daughter, Kimberly, Taking the reins as I fade into the sunset. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, Kimmy has been great to work with too. And you got, I mean, this show is incredible. How did you get the idea to put on something like this? Well, I came here in 1973, I think it was, or maybe it's 74, selling awnings off the top of a 72 Explorer motorhome. Uh-huh. I think I sold over 100 awnings the first show out of a flea market the other end of town. The next year I had a better location, and the next year I had two locations, and the next year I had four locations. Oh, wow. And other shows started popping up. I started having people, fran- not franchise, but get people in, in, involved in the awning business. It was wide open back in those days. They didn't package them. And so we had mobile units covering just about every uh, major RV park in uh, California, Arizona. I took that uh, little business that started here in Quartzsite, Arizona, and turned it into the largest single warehouse operation for A&E systems in the United States in the 80s. Oh, man. So it's, it was a, Quartzsite means a lot to me. But as far as your question on how it started, it was uh, 1982 or 83. It would have to be the year before because I was driving home from the show. That year we were at Tyson Wells at the end of uh, P, uh, PQ row, which right now is occupied by my major competitor at that time, 37 years later. Huh. <laughs> that's a, that's a, does a great job over there. We were 
bitter enemies at first and last. <laughs> His name is Steve Smoot, and uh, he does a great job over there. I was coming home, and um, I said, uh, what do you think if I dropped a circus tent in the center of that town and called it an RV show? Do you think it would fly? She says, you kidding me? So I said, write this down. So we were in probably going through Blythe, and it takes me uh, three hours and 20 minutes to get, uh, get home. By the time we rolled into Huntington Beach, I had a business plan. I'd been, <laughs> in, I'd been in the industry. I started as a, a, a warehouseman for Cooley Incorporated, a fabric manufacturer who made awning fabrics, and watched the awning industry for RVs start with Lynn Carter, uh, Carter Shades back in those days was one of the first roll-up awnings. I used to sell him bolts of fabric, COD. <laughs> and uh, at 19, they kicked me out the door. I was covering 7-Eleven Western States as a salesman <laughs> for the company because I was out selling the salesman on the road from the warehouse in my spare time. Oh, so uh, that's how you know I got started uh, in the uh, awning business, RV awnings and and, and how big is this tent that's behind this us? This tent this year is 67,000 square feet. It's wow. bigger than last year, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. So it's for uh, last year we were 63,000. Uh, 63, Next year will be our maximum, which is 690,000 square feet. Wow. So wow. It's, it's growing next year, too. And Yeah. We can't get any larger than that because uh, when I bought this land in 97 or 98, never been graded. This is the natural land the way I found it. Now, we have put blades on it. We also got in, uh, when I bought this, I had no idea I was sitting on a lake. Oh. Did you see my water tanks out front, the elephants, the yellow elephants? Yeah, yeah. Well, I found out I had 11 wells on this when I bought it. I was kind of PO'd because they were in my way for access and egress. Yeah. And then I go, what the heck are these wooden metal buildings? <laughs> oh, water, water wells. And you can drop a rock next to the shaft and hear the tinkle wow. as you go down Is that shallow? A half a mile to a mile. They're drilling down a thousand feet and breaking off bits into granite. So I'm sitting on an aquifer. It's a upper, <laughs> upper, upper aquifer. Wow. It's non-potable water, though, because of the truck stops back in the old days. Oh. They used to just dig a ditch and drain the oils and stuff right. into yeah. the land. And so we've got a lot of PCBs in the upper. I would imagine people come from all over the world. I mean, this is probably the RV event in the entire United States, in my opinion. We represent it as the largest gathering of RVers and RVs on the planet. Maybe not. I have to back that off after flying to France for the French uh, RV show many years ago, and then we drove oh. to Germany. Of course, the Germans oh, and yeah. the French don't like each other still after all this time, <laughs> so they hold their, their RV shows the same week. Oh. Oh, so we had to rush from Paris to Essen, Germany, is when it was held. Now it's in Dusseldorf today, but they put through more people. They put through, yeah, I think, a million salon. people or something. It's, it's, it's awesome. If there's something you need for your RV or something you never knew you needed, it's here. Yeah, well, that's that's what they sell at Courtside. It's a place you go to spend a lot of money on stuff you really don't need. But, no, it, it <laughs> I beg to differ. You know, I need it all. <laughs> I take some flack about slicers and dicers and, you know, some of the, you know, it's, people ask me, what's in the big tent? I go, well, I've got everything from soup to nuts. I yeah. actually have people selling packaged soup. Right. And I have people have selling packaged nuts. That's right. Alongside of Dish Network. Uh, you know, take a look around, especially the outside, and tell me if this is not an RV show. Right. I yeah, mean, and I've got Ford Motor Company. You know, I've got, I've got Dometic Corporation. <laughs> I've got Progressive Insurance, all sponsors. Yep. You know, so. And, and something that 
can't be understated is just the social nature of this whole experience. I mean, the all of the camps out in the desert, everyone comes here and it's just an incredible social event that you've created. It's the Woodstock for the Geritol Gypsies, as we used to call it. <laughs> I was much younger then. <laughs> oh, that was a long time ago, and I'm sorry if I offended anyone of my age. That is the quote of That's the day. That's awesome. Wow. Someone said yesterday, it, now it's become the Sturgis of the RV industry. Okay. Oh, okay, so yeah. I, I would I totally do that. I think people would relate to that more right. than Geritol today. <laughs> Well, Kenny, thank you for this fantastic show and for what you've done and also for coming and, and speaking with thank us. Thank you here. for spending a few minutes to we help like, us yeah, talk, you've a, talk made about an addition us. to our show here. We like to have you. Welcome back anytime. And just re- if you're going to put it on the internet, just make sure you spell my name right. <laughs> we will do our best. <laughs> will do. <laughs> thank you. All right. So there we are from Quartzsite, and uh, we'll have some pictures and links to all the appropriate websites and show notes and all the good things that we always do on our website. You can go to StresslessCamping.com for discounts and deals, an RV show calendar. And from there, you can hop off and get in to see what's going on on our Facebook page or Instagram. Yep, so we're in all the places that uh, you would be in the digital world. And we're also at a campground. Well, actually, no. We are in the desert, in Quartzsite, (laughs) off the grid, enjoying our propane campfire. That's right. And so, from us to you, happy happy camping. camping. We hope you enjoyed this week's adventure. Time to get out on your own journey. Don't forget to leave the review on your favorite podcast app and visit StresslessCamping.com for photos, stories, an RV calendar, and more. I'm Stressless Camper Larry Richardson wishing you happy camping.